0: COVID 19 can be spread by building ventilation, according to the NationalPost.com. And Canadian researchers are working on an HVAC fix. So we reached out to one of the researchers working on the fix to learn more. Brian Fleck joins us right now. He's professor of engineering at the University of Alberta. Brian, a pleasure to have you on.
1: Hi, how are you today?
0: I'm fantastic. Thanks for joining us. So this theory that COVID-19 could spread through HVAC systems, it's based on an outbreak of a restaurant in the southern Chinese uh, city of Gangzhou. Can you elaborate on what experts kind of piece together with regard to that story?
1: So um, as you probably know, or most of the listeners know, um, there are uh, two main ways that uh, viruses are transmitted from person to person. And the most common way is by contact People touching surfaces where the virus is and then touching themselves in the face somewhere like that. a less well known method of transmission is when people cough uh, or let out other um, droplets of um, say mucus or saliva from their uh, from their lungs and mouth. Some droplets are small enough that they don't actually um, drop to the ground from gravity because they're so small, uh, and they find their way moving around in air spaces that humans share together. And once this happens, uh, we end up losing track of where they go, and and they sort of move around in the building. And this is... Um, This is quite alarming, and uh, it's not the most uh, powerful method of transmission, but it's certainly one that uh, makes people worry because we have a difficult time controlling it.
0: Yeah, Brian, this runs counter to the prevailing view that the novel coronavirus is transmitted only by heavier droplets. What you're talking about is aerosol. But this actually, this occurrence of aerosol uh, traveling within HVAC systems, it's not new. There have been other viruses and bacterial diseases uh, that have passed this way. I know that the uh, feds are investing $440,000 in this non-pharmaceutical intervention against COVID-19. It's a massive undertaking. So, you know, when you think about it, this, this entails, it involves every uh, type of architectures, you know, from our homes to our businesses to public buildings. Where do you begin to tackle a challenge this big?
1: Uh, Well, uh, this is an excellent question. So the the key is for us at this early stage is to not assume we know what's going on. And uh, we are digging into a massive amount of literature that's already available on viruses like this, specifically uh, the SARS outbreak, which was quite well covered and and documented in Canada. Uh, So the the most important uh, beginning stage of this project is called a systematic review. And this is being done uh, with our partners in the Faculty of Medicine who are uh, very good at this compared to engineering uh, groups, just because they've been doing it for so long. And so this is where you collect up all the literature essentially that you know is available in the world today. This is quite a big uh, literature search. It's not like a little Google search and you go through you comb through all the information and find out what all the researchers globally have already found out about that. This about is our, air our circulation. one of the projects. Uh, No, about how uh, viruses could be transmitted in air circulation. Excellent question. So it's the way those two things work together. We're already already quite uh, uh, knowledgeable on on how HVAC, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems work, Uh, but um, actual research on finding out how uh, viruses could be transmitted through HVAC systems. So somebody coughs, in one part of the building, a droplet keeps uh, in the air for quite a while, finds its its way, gets recirculated in the HVAC system, and goes into somebody else's airspace. That's certainly a possible method of transmission. And if we can find ways to reduce or eliminate that, we can literally save lives.
0: So after you find out you know how viruses uh, move with air currents and air circulation, Um, then, then where do you go from there? I mean, you've got, okay, you've got the literature, you've, you've, uh, how do you work on, you know, retooling how HVAC systems work? Is this a retrofix? Is it a HEPA filter? What, What do you do?
1: Good question. Uh, So many buildings, uh, you know, have quite uh, large and expensive HVAC systems, heating, ventilation, air conditioning systems, and uh, it is unreasonable to expect us to completely redesign all of our buildings. We want to find cost-effective ways to modify them. Um, The first uh, two things that we suspect will be important, and again, we haven't done all the research yet, but we suspect the key things will be increased filtration, and uh, less use of recycled air. Hmm. Usually we recycle air. That means air that was already passed through a building uh, is reused in ventilation because it's already warm. And when we're either or or cooled in the case of air conditioning.
0: Right. Is that why you have air returns in your in your house?
1: Yeah, yeah. So you save money by reusing uh, some of the air that you've already heated up. And um, if you were in a position uh, to reduce the amount of recycled air, you could bring in more fresh air. That's going to that's gonna come at a uh, cost to either heating or cooling. And we'd like to know, okay, what's the cost benefit? Mm-hmm. Is it worth it to do that? Uh, of course, when it's minus 20 out here in Alberta or colder, uh, sometimes buildings are, just simply don't have the heating system large enough to reduce the amount of recycled air um, just because they're already at capacity. So wow. another thing that, that happens is you've got um, the air, so that it doesn't smell like you know, the uh, fast food joint down on the ground floor coming up into your office on the 10th floor. They run through um, dehumidifying, and usually they go through a, a filter, and we, if we can get a sense of uh, what commercial filters' effectiveness is in removing these viruses and then set out policies, we can get all the people who are working on these filters to improve them, get costs down, and then change policy on how, how quickly or rapidly they're, uh, you know, like the, the filter you have in your furnace in your basement, you might not change that filter very frequently. Now, you might yeah. reconsider Uh, and you might want to put that, uh, you know, first of all, buy the most expensive filter you can find and, uh, change them more frequently. Those are the kinds of things we can do right now. And we don't want to tell the entire population of Canada to do that until we know it's a good idea. So that's kind of our, our research. We have lab research on recycling air and running aerosols in the lab and testing filters. And so, uh, sort of a three phase project,
0: Right. Well, can I let, let me ask you this, because we're running out of time because I have to get to the prime minister. But um, those air filtration devices that people are putting into their houses, is that a good idea? The air purifiers, was that something that you might recommend or is it too early because you still haven't got the research done?
1: Um, I would say if if people are planning on using them, I can, uh, I, can I can't imagine them being bad. Uh, I wouldn't want to advocate for a product right now until I'm certain it's positive. In the same way people are wearing face masks, almost uh, no evidence shows that those kind of filters are bad. So it seems like the kind of thing, if you want to do it, go for it. uh, Until we um, know exactly how effective it is, we don't want to advocate for something, particularly for people who don't have a lot of money right now. And, you know, people are suffering uh, on their incomes right now, too.
0: Brian, I have to leave it at that, but I, uh, I have to say this challenge is colossal that faces you and your researchers. I wish you the best of luck because you're really racing against the clock. We're in the midst of this pandemic and we need to find, uh, you know, different ways to uh, intervene and, and protect people. So you're hoping to find a fix by, fingers crossed, next summer?
1: Oh, yeah, we want to we're going to know what the uh, the literature tells us by Christmas. We're going to have a really good handle on it. We're going to be getting directives out to building codes and things like that starting in the beginning of 2021. So, yes.
0: Brian, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you very much. Have a great day.